To invite me, I just show up. <laughs> and he came out of nowhere. <laughs> you almost got left. Yeah, you can't, can't stop. Me. I was like, oh snap! Like light skin brother showed up oh, again. Man. Just taking over, and we've talked about you for how long now? 20, 20 minutes. We've talked about you. Wow. Hey, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Wayne Johnson Jr. Hello, yes. you, buddy. Thank you for Sussy. making an appearance oh, on yeah. Dropping Dimes. Well, first of all, y'all said I wouldn't come, and I did. I'm here. Wow, one time you do, you do one thing that you said you're going to do in like two years. I get so much shade in That's this room. That's bad credit right there. I just, Yo, I don't get it. Even even Cedric it. knows that you're Hollywood. He, oh, when he saw you on, on Friday, he was like, what's up, Hollywood? Whatever. He's, he's peep up for game now. Oh. Hey, ask your wife. She doesn't think oh, I'm Hollywood. I can't. After Dude. the after the bangle episode, that's okay. <laughs> bangle well, bracelet, glad. whatever it was. I thought Britney left the earring in my car. Yeah, and I just took bracelet. it like it was mine. Yeah, like, that, I don't hey, remember that, anything. Hey, that was a G move right there. I appreciate that. You like that, don't you? She does. <laughs> I like what? That earring you kept it for so you. So, Cedric, you're saying she's earring. done that before? Yeah. She, uh, do you know my husband? Who? No, Who? no, I don't. No, <laughs> keep it moving. <laughs> Who's so looking over here? Like I don't know these people. Mm, uh, I don't know them. There, there's too many black people in here for me. I can't do this. This we, is like sixty uh, percent. <laughs> wow, that's mean. They get all of the black population oh, of Salt Lake City is in the building right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's Yo, the most it's been in this building for a hot minute, though, too. Yeah. It has. So let's catch up with you for a minute. What have you been up to? Just working. Working, working, working. Just, you know, I was I was able to go and see y'all, though, over the weekend, which was really nice. I appreciate the invite. Yeah, and you came in in your work shirt. Like. Okay. <laughs> Do I have to show the text um. messages from this convo? Because he was like, Yo, I was Do nice y'all know enough. who I am? No. I was nice enough to come directly from a station remote broadcast to nice, this party. Hold on, nice enough, nice yeah. enough. So yeah. like, I'm charity work. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's messed up. <laughs> That's messed up. You Dude. seem surprised, Brittany. No, I'm just kidding. Sasha, I'm done with you because of what you said earlier. So let's talk. So I don't have talent. What's she talking about? I don't have talent, Sasha. What? <laughs> what? I can't hear you. Do I need to? Is, is this thing on? Is this thing yeah, on? Yeah, is it? Turn my mic up. I know that. <laughs> Dylon. Dylon. Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. It's okay. It's okay. My I, mom said that when I don't have anything nice to don't say, don't take my tweet. Nothing. Don't take my tweet. <laughs> Yo, why uh, you tweet jacket? Well, apparently her mom can't tell who her own daughter is, though. Yeah, my mom she thought. Me and Haley were twins. Haley who? <laughs> the one from Friday. What the? Yeah. <laughs> okay, long story short, Haley was doing a Facebook Live, and uh, my mom called me, and she was like, why didn't you tell me you were doing a Facebook Live? And I was like, what are you talking about? 
She was like, you know, I like to watch. Why didn't you tell me you were doing Facebook Live? Said, I didn't do Facebook Live. She said, yes, you did. You were somewhere in something called Cottonwood doing a uh, <laughs> Cottonwood High doing a Facebook Live. I said, no, I've been here all morning. I was like, I looked back and I was like, that was Haley. And she was like, that wasn't you? I was like, Mom, Haley, we, we don't look anything alike. On her TV? I don't know what. <laughs> Shut up. I was like, and then my mom was like, oh, well, I think it's because you guys both wear glasses. Oh. And I'm like. <laughs> You're like, I've never seen her with glasses. Yeah. You're like, Mom, well, Mom needs to go does, in and get, but, uh, get a checkup yeah, on your eyes. I was like so confused. I was like, Mom, you do know she's white and I'm black. She was like, well, you guys look alike. She was like, You're black? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's a struggle. <laughs> it's so, too real. So what's yes. going on? Yes, go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. So right now, talent what? I don't have. I don't have talent. Okay, obviously because our guest was supposed to call in. And he hasn't called in yet, so yeah, I don't Utah think I have enough talent. Yeah, folks don't know how to use the yeah, phone. Yeah, whatever, bro. Mm. Yo, I think he's they, late. It, it H- is in the middle of nowhere. They got to use cans Oh, come on. <laughs> no, you know what I think it is? It's because they knew they were going into the Lions then with, with Sasha. Huh? Yeah, not giving them a chance to, you know, re- be real. Just because... Sasha doesn't like you because he keeps no. it real and says that you're Hollywood no. and you're a diva. Sasha's got no respect. No one for likes Utah your State. ego. Hollywood State. Yo, why? Okay, tell us Man. why. Why we should respect Utah State? Please. What have the Aggies? Y'all going. are a bunch of haters. Utah State stinks. Oh, in let's every talk. Sport. Let's so, talk sports because the trip. <laughs> Wait, what? The trip doesn't even have bad, anyone uh, covering them anymore. Well, that's just bad journalism right there, then, isn't it? No, that's it? smart journalism. No. That's no one's sad. reading it. Don't well, they have their own paper? I do got to say right now, though, that it hasn't been where it was in, like, 2013 and 2014. Like, they were consistent. Why? Because you were there? So, because no, of one a- guy's injury. No, so I'm talking about coaching. The thing that's sad is, like, we'll be able to get a great coach at Utah State, and then all of a sudden somebody with money bags comes in, and we can't meet that because it's that a financial. training ground. Who it talking just, about? It sucks. Gary, Anderson? Like Gary Anderson, yeah, like he like turned that entire program upside down. I mean, Utah State was never really known for being a football school. I mean, since about probably what the late seventies, that was the last time they were really good. And then Gary Anderson comes from the Ute program, which you know, so he's doing great things from Urban Myers, you know, teaching and stuff. But he did fantastic things for Utah State, and we just haven't been able to get back to that same level. Since he, you know, yeah, went the, to Wisconsin the big and changed from Gary Anderson to Matt Wells is the creation of the Big Five conferences. It, they, they got left out, and so they're they're not ever going to be a great football program or a basketball program. Well, now. they made a step up though from the WAC. Well, I would you would think from the WAC to the Mountain West. I think so. Well, some people did say that the the Mountain West was like WAC two point. Well, I, I think but... I think you need BYU in there to really. Go up legitimately. Yeah, you need a couple more teams because you lost TCU, you lost Utah, you lost BYU. But wasn't BYU kind of saying, "Hey, we're we're above and beyond everybody else. Like we're too good for the Look Mountain West." Because that's what I was thinking. Yeah, exactly. Look like at me now. Oh, I mean, <laughs> well, they were even oh, wanting to go over see to them last night. Though we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> what happened last night? Oh, the Yo, basketball game was the terrible. Basketball game. BYU killed. Utah. They had I don't know how they, many they threes. Did. did you watch it? No, no. Yeah, it was like wow. back to back. Childs was lighting it up. It was. It was. I don't just... know where they went and got all these black kids from. But... I know. Yeah, right. I'm like, hold up. Right. I thought y'all was going to Utah. I had like four <laughs> black kids on there that were from South, and Bill Walton was. So I had number one. Bill Walton was. Oh my god, the announcer. My man. Okay, Bill Walton. 
was like telling all Utah history. Like that, he wasn't even calling the game. Yeah. He was just like, let's talk about the Provo River. Here's the, <laughs> like, no, I'm dead serious. You, he was like trending. Just look at like everything he was talking about last night. He wasn't calling the game. He was like, this is what Bear, ha- this is how Utah ears. became a state. Like yeah. it was like all of that. It was, he was talking crazy. About bears. It was like you don't know what just happened with Bears ears, Bill. Yeah, he, it was just, and people were like tweeting in asking him questions about Utah. Like, Utah no, there's a history. whole hashtag when he's yeah. on called uh, "Things Bill Walton Says," and it's phenomenal. People literally write. You can get a whole transcript of what Bill Walton says on Twitter during his games. It's beautiful. It's oh, nice. wow. He gets so off track. Yeah, track. Yeah. I, I did a game with ESPN a couple years ago, and he spent the whole first half talking about medi- medical marijuana legalization. <laughs> And the Grateful Dead. And during halftime, the producer walked out of the truck, down the tunnel to him and said, you need to start broadcasting the game. And Bill Walton looked at him, took his headphones off, and continued talking the rest of the show without his headphones on so the producer couldn't hear him. What? No yeah. way. It was the like, most he, gangster move I've ever seen. He's not there to call seen. the game. He's <laughs> just there for, like, entertainment. It's like on Facebook when it goes da 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 I thought you were about to sing regulators or something. And he's, he's not a <laughs> super nice guy. Either. <laughs> oh, he's not a super nice guy. Like our stage managers don't like working with him because he treats people poorly. Does he? Yeah, he's, he. He's kind of a megalomaniac. Well, I don't like him because obviously he went to UCLA sure. and he <laughs> went like twenty eight for twenty eight from the field and beat us in the national championship game in seventy. Was it seventy seven, seventy six, somewhere in there? Yeah, so I can't stand Bill Walton or UCLA for that matter. For you, old-timer Cedric, since last time. (laughs) Cedric the Entertainer. So, since last time, now we were talking about uh, three-on-three, like, hoop-it-up tournaments and all that. Luke Walton played in uh, the hoop-it-up tournaments. Right. Yeah, and he was terrible. He was terrible. But, I mean, I was like, how did this man get to the NBA? That's because his dad, like. He he was a good role player, though, for the Lakers back in the 90s. Was it late he was 90s, a legitimate 6'9", 260 pounds. Yeah. He's a big guy. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a big guy, big for nothing, just like Colette last night. <laughs> oh, wow. <He> was... <laughs> David Colette last night. Oh, and he came from Utah State. Y'all should have kept him. Oh, yeah. man. Uh... I was disappointed in him. I was telling Sasha before we started, like, he he needs to be faster. He wasn't. Well, they were getting killed. Not... <laughs> they were getting killed on the pick and roll. I'm sure he's been night. hearing that for a long time. He needs to get back. Like, dude, he's like ten steps too slow. Like, if you're, you're if you're gonna switch, you got to get up and switch. Like, I don't know. He just to me, he's the reason why. It's one Utah of those things you got to pick your poison though. You know, he can knock down a shot every now and again, but you know he can't defend the pick and roll. You know he can't defend one on one from the perimeter. So you just got, I mean, their offense was horrendous last night. They couldn't even get it set. It was bad. They couldn't get it going. No. And the thing, too, like, and I appreciate David Collette. But you act surprised. Well, no, I'm not surprised. But it's like. Really? Last night I was surprised in watching the game because the Utes, the Utes are better than that. From what I saw last night and what I've seen before, they're better than that. They have. Really I don't know. Played. They haven't. They can only beat marginal teams. But right. just from like, like you said, Cedric, they couldn't even run a set. No. Like they couldn't get on the same page. Like it was, it was pretty bad. If Cedric wasn't creating, then it was. I mean, they're holding the ball too long. There, they weren't. They can't. They weren't defend. aggressive. They're chasing the whole time on defense. It's, it's can't just, rebound. 
BYU had that game. Is it a coaching issue? Is it a talent issue? Is it's it a both? Tal- I think it's a talent issue. Me too. They don't have – how many people did you say they lost after last season? They uh, lost uh, four, four of their leading scores. Yeah. And then last night they were without Donnie Tillman, the freshman, who's their right. second leading scorer. So – I don't know. Somebody, somebody's got to be the one to step up. And we talked to uh, Colette before the season, and he was saying that that was his job. You know, he had to step up and take on more of a leadership role. Um, and he was working on being more aggressive. And I ain't seen no aggression last night. So, <laughs> if somebody knows David Colette. <laughs> I think that Jace Johnson kid's going to be a great player, and I think he might go to the league. He's got incredible uh, – Footwork. He's got great lateral movement, and he's very aggressive, and he's tall. I think he needs to put on weight, but I, I don't think he'd be a first rounder. But I think he'll make it at least to the G League or somewhere. He's very talented. Well, tell me this: this is a Division One program, Pac-12, mm. Conference of Champions. Yes, <laughs> and not to rain on a kid's parade because at the end of the day, these are kids still yep. eighteen, student nineteen, athletes. Yep. student athletes. We, but the kid like Rawson and. Tyler Rawson. Yeah, like those guys. Doesn't he start? He starts, right? Yeah, yeah. he has been. Right. He didn't start the, last year. You, uh, I. How do you not get a better recruit? Right. Mm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Rawson's claim to fame is he won a national championship with Slick, uh, the community right. college here in Salt Lake City. Right. And so I think they brought him in to get a Utah talent, you know, keep Utah in, at Utah. But – they they're not they're going to get smoked in the Pac-12 and I know the Pac-12 they're saying is going to be down this year but at the end of the day it's still Pac-12 talent and I Utah falls short at a number of positions. See the women's team they don't have one Utah player on the team I don't think. Oh for real. They're from they have like a bunch of girls that are from other countries Canada. like Canada. Yeah. Well wow. they've been doing I mean <clears throat> Elaine Elliott was started Recruiting the Canada girls back in like what oh six oh seven, maybe even before that. But le- looking at the roster when they had the the red and white game, uh, I'm looking at the at the program. There's not one lady from Utah. Utah. That's crazy. It's a. I'm happy to see where the women's team is going because it's been really bad for a really long time, and it's hard. To work them, to be honest with you, and it's not an offense to the students; they try their hearts out, but they're just not at—they're not at the Washington levels or the UCLA levels. And unfortunately, the basketball team's not there too. And I think I think Coach K has done a great job bringing the program back to a certain point, but the students aren't engaged. The I mean, last year when Oregon came and Washington came, they sold out. There was about nineteen thousand people. But is Utah seen as a basketball school, though? Not anymore. It's like they, uh, from my my recollection, is they're mainly a football, football. school, right? Like volleyball. And that's why it's. I mean, as far as recruitment goes, the last I feel three like or four fo- years, though, when you got <clears throat> what's the guy Delon right and Delon and kid from Purdle? Toronto, yeah, Purdle, yeah. Oh, Jakob Purdle, and of course Lakers, yeah, Kuzma, yeah. Kuzma. So, but they're still. It's still they lose by forty to Oregon in the Pac-12 championships, and then they lose in the first round of the NIT. It's just with, a, with as much money as the state of Utah is putting into the athletic department at the University of Utah. It's unacceptable to lose to BYU anywhere in the world. On top of that, not only you lose to BYU, you let this kid go off for thirty-nine points. 
Yeah, but mm. the thing is, last night's 29, game. 29, I'm sorry, 29. Last night's game, like, everybody's like, uh, the Utah-BYU rivalry, those games are dumb, blah, 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 blah. Utah wins it all the time. Last night, after last night's game, there's going to be another BYU-Utah. Like, well, next like, year it's at the Beehive Classic yeah. at Vivint Smart Home. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a good game. So weren't you guys, what did you guys feel about um, Utah's coach being like, hey, you know what, I think we're going to bring back the game with BYU because, you know, after that punch mm-hmm. that went down, it was like, oh, hell yeah. no. They should not happen yeah. They shouldn't have taken it away. That's 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 why they're called rivalries. Yeah. But to other people's argument, it wasn't really a rivalry because Utah is Utah. Utah dominates. Well, it's still an in-state. Yeah, but a lot of people would – well, some people that I've talked to say that they would rather see – The goal of the Pac-12 conference is to make Colorado Utah's primary rival and oh, to rid okay. this BYU because it does – it doesn't bring money to the Pac-12 network. It doesn't bring money to the Pac-12 conference having an out-of-conference team as a rival. To me, it seems bigger like outside of Utah. Like outside of Utah, I think people make the Utah-BYU rivalry a lot bigger. Because well, and then here it's kind of like it's pretty people big are here. over it. I don't think so. I think it's. I've worked most of the holy wars in basketball and football, and of course the Olympic sports, and there's always a huge turnout. I mean, there were six thousand people for the BYU Utah women's soccer game. Yeah, but okay for football, wouldn't de- you rather what is it called? see the desert desert duel? Desert duel. Yeah. Wouldn't you rather see like Utah play in Michigan or something? Of course. Oh, that would be huge. Yeah. Of course, but in basketball? I don't know. But, in, uh, but look football. what ha- look what happened when Coach K got rid of the basketball rivalry. The legislators got involved and audited the whole program and said yeah. this game has to come back because it, there's an ec- economic reason yeah. for the rivalries for all the schools. I didn't think about it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, the the monetary. Yeah, and it, it's bragging rights Stop. for at recruits at the one. recruits in the businesses around. I mean, look how big iHeart gets with the rivalries. And, you know, they put up – our bosses put up stupid posters here and there. We're going to beat you, and we're going to beat you, and we're going to beat you. It's like, shut up. You have nothing to do with this game. See, I grew you up suit. I grew up, and you were, as Brittany was talking about, how it's been one-sided. Well, Memphis – University of Memphis and University of Tennessee football, obviously, are two different conferences. And Tennessee – I've seen Memphis beat Tennessee one time my entire life, and I'm 41. <laughs> <laughs> so – to that, I still think it's a rivalry to me. And it keeps Memphis relevant. It's right. the same thing with the Apple Cup in Washington State when Washington State was a train wreck for 20 years. It still was a huge thing to ESPN, and it was a huge thing to Fox Sports, you know, to have Oregon versus Oregon State. I think they're very important. I think it's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> in California, you don't have a... A state you, rival. You don't. You got USC, UCLA is a huge rival. Yeah, that's well, probably yeah. the but one that stands that's a city. out. Yeah. That's a, but, yeah. And that's probably worse because they're in the same city. Yeah, that's like Stanford, your... USC is a big rivalry in almost every sport because they're usually in the top five in every category in the country. Right. I guess. Berkeley, Stanford is a huge rivalry. San Diego, San Diego State's a big rivalry. Eh, no, not really. Uh, Loyola, Marymount, <laughs> uh, yeah, Long Beach. No. <laughs> I, I, I was with you until you said San Diego, San Diego State. I haven't even heard of Loyola since uh, <laughs> Cole Kimball and Hank Adams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that with Loyola, uh, Is that the same it, Loyola, Marymount. Yeah. Uh-huh. There's, See, there's a Maryland and then there's a Marymount. And the Marymount <laughs> one plays Utah State all the time. Yeah. In basketball. 
Pepperdine's, you know, in tennis, Pepperdine, US, UCLA is a very big rivalry. Really? Uh, yeah. Pepperdine Pepperdine's a got nice a good campus. squad. Because you're on the beach, and right. you can play tennis 360 days a year. Right. They, they have a very good tennis team. Huh. Rich kid problems, huh? Rich kid problems. <laughs> <laughs> Student athlete problems, too. So. <laughs> Yo, so we were so also... You'd really don't want to see BYU play Utah in any sport? I wouldn't say any sport. Do you want it every other year? Is that? I think every other year. I want to see something different. I don't want to see the same thing every single. I but want... that's that's why they have rivalry week. I don't know. It I just is... don't. I'm over. I, I guess because it's. I don't and know if it's because I'm not here. from here. Yeah, you were in a student. Yeah, here. I guess it's because I'm not from here. That's that's why. It's um, a big deal here. Yeah, huge. I'm but, not even from here, and I get into it. But the thing is, I've talked to people that are from here, and they're like, "We're over it." We want to see something else. What? I, I promise you I have. I promise you Those I have. aren't real fans. But they're, no, they're from here. You have a dude, because um, I do some stuff with BlockU.com. Right. One of the dudes, Alex, he's a diehard Utah fan. Grew up here. He's from here. Everything. And he says he's tired of seeing Utah BYU. At least they get a win, because they're not going to win in the Pac-12 <laughs> the way they're going. <laughs> I think the thing is, maybe from what you, the person you were talking about, maybe what they're meaning is that Utah is already stepping or beginning to step out of that same pool of water that BYU and Utah have always been in together and just overshadowing BYU. And maybe he thinks that they can do so much better as far yeah. as they're in a, a whole other level of talent. Well, that that could be argument, too. Maybe they think, hey, Utah should be playing other people because they're way better. But it, I think it's important, though. Let's see. The last three years, it's been on ESPN one, then it was on Fox National, and then it was on ESPN last year mm-hmm. in BYU. That's pretty impressive. That's a great thing for all of Utah sport is for to be on Fox National BYU versus Utah. That's incredible because those games are generally for Ohio State versus Michigan and Florida versus Florida State, and so to get that type the of prime t- time, yeah, yeah. prime time slot, too. yeah. And if BYU ever got good, they'd be on ABC. Well, that's never happened. So. No. Oh, because <laughs> ABC has talent, right? <laughs> and trivia Some departments right of ABC here. have talent. Yes. <laughs> Fox Sports 1, let's talk a little trivia right there because who? what, what was the first game ever broadcast on that network? Oh, God. Yeah. The only reason why yeah. you know this. Yeah. Utah State, baby. The very first game ever broadcast on that sold, network. So let's <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying that was when we were at our prime. So, you know. Did everybody have a bye week? You know what? We should probably look that up. No, we were playing besides that. We were in the top 25 that year. Chucky? This was, uh, yeah, I want to say it was like. 1942? Nah, this had to be. It was like 2012, 2013. Utah won the AAU basketball championship. Nah, (laughs) this is when we had Seattle Seahawks players. We had all these NFL, all the people who were off to the NFL. Seahawks players. Bobby Wagner. And the running back. uh, Robert Turbin. Robert Turbin. That's who we had on our team at the time. The program was just like. Didn't they lose to Utah that year, too? No, I don't. You know, I don't know. I don't think all they he did. knows is they played on Fox Sports One. <laughs> no, he doesn't care. I'm just saying the was beginning there a watch of party? the beginning of this <laughs> decade, we were on fire. Wait a minute, is, Wait, is that who, when they almost beat Clemson and they were up by like? This is when we played 20? USC and almost beat USC. That same year, you almost beat USC. Yeah, and we Clemson. almost weren't we they on lost. probation though. Wasn't USC on probation that year? No, 
No, so what happened? Chucky Keaton, I mean, was up for Heisman. I mean, this is no stop. Yes, <laughs> yes, he was. They Chucky had him Keaton in the was outside the first fifteen. Do not count of the season. Yeah, but he, you can't start using stats after the six the weeks. Thing. I mean, dude, we almost beat USC. <laughs> almost in, doesn't count in Los Angeles. That's almost like so I mean, I'm I, just going to say that we were we were pretty that's good. That's like if I played a month in the NBA. Not even a month, two weeks, and I was averaging 28 points. Dude, Sandy out of games. I was, I, I, I was, I was going to say, there are people scorer. like that. I was almost the leading scorer in the league. But <laughs> you got to say, for, the, for Utah State's program, that is huge. Oh, though. yeah. To be Especially able to go you. into Los Angeles and play in the Coliseum and almost beat USC, a stellar program in the United States. I mean, that's huge. But I mean, that's, that's kind of that same year when all there was a vast turnaround in talent in the country. I mean, at all schools, like, that's when, like, the lower-level schools started actually showing up to these games. They're getting paid a million dollars or 750000 to get blown out, and they're actually either winning or almost winning. Well, you know, I, I attribute some of this to, I think, some of it coming from the University of Utah as far as we, we got the offensive coordinator, uh, Anderson, Defense. Or sorry, not yeah, defensive coordinator Anderson Gary Anderson from Utah and brought him over to, to Utah State. And I think some of that success he had over at Utah was able to bleed over into this program. Yeah, they could get all the players that Utah passed on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. To an extent, yeah, they were able to do that. Wait a minute. But then we also had to deal with the fact that, you know, when Gary went over to, to Wisconsin, we were starting to lose players to Wisconsin. He was bringing them over there. And his son, luckily, was loyal. You know, and, and stayed with the program with Utah State. Did you know but, that Utah State played USC in September of 2016? Yeah, it was like 56 to 0, wasn't 45 it? 45 to 7. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, see, Smoke. again. We didn't, didn't want to bring that one up. No, because we weren't good. I mean, in 26, we lost. We've lost that whole thing that we had in the beginning of this decade. Chucky was still we there, totally though, lost he? it. Yeah, like he was on the sideline. Year uh, of eligibility. So he's been injured. <laughs> on so his he was knee. injured so many times. <laughs> well, I know where he is now. He's helping with the the Beavers in Oregon. Is I he? think he's coaching out there. That's good. So that's where he's at now. And Brian. Oh yeah, Brian Johnson actually just signed with Florida. Yeah, Florida State or Florida. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, yeah. offensive coordinator. Talking so about how was Utah going? Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. I was going to say, how is Utah going to get a Urban Meyer as coach? Again, well, no. First, they got to fire the one. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. See, I got nothing but love for Utah, and, and most Utah State students love Utah as well. We, really? We, you got to be a bandwagon fan. You well, know? the thing is, we if don't. If your team's not good, you got to yeah. go find one that No, is. it's interesting because, I mean, you could go around the campus in Logan and ask, and there's really not this huge animosity between Utah and Utah State. I mean, we see it as a brother, uh, brotherly uh, you guys situation. Do, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the thing yeah. is, I mean, we'll root for Utah when we're not playing them. But when it comes to us playing, of course, we want to win. You'll never but, see but a Utah why? person yeah. rooting for BYU. That's crazy to <laughs> yeah. me because that's, that's like, that's like me yeah. being a Laker fan. That's like me rooting for the Clippers as well when the Lakers aren't playing. That's like weird. Well, the thing is we, we everyone's all in and wanting to beat BYU. So if Utah's playing BYU, we're like, get them. Anyone else playing BYU, we're like, get them. Also happened but, Utah State beat BYU. Oh, yeah. Well, Utah. Yeah, that's right. We been we, we whooped them at the uh, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So did Utah, Eastern Carolina. So. Yeah, don't don't, yeah, get ahead I don't of yourself. know anything about <laughs> them, man. The Pirates. They're the Pirates. <laughs> Purple and gold. They, actually, I think they're still in my in AC, the ACC or yeah, American they, they're in the bottom. AAC, yeah. yeah. Sasha, I want to get your thoughts on the early signing period. 
what do you think that does to do you think that helps smaller schools with the uh, early signing period, December 20th through the 22nd? Or do you think it kind of hurts programs? For football? Yeah, for football. You have an early signing period, December 20th. Yeah, I, I think until the player shows up and is enrolled in classes, I don't know if it means a whole lot. Yeah, because Alabama's stealing kids from Florida and Florida State yeah. left and right right now. They just turned over like two kids this week. But well, Nick Saban went off on it. Oh, he, he hates it. Yeah, he, he hates, hates it. it. Yeah. He hates it. Nick Saban hates what, it. What was but he, he was saying that, one, it, it benefits the smaller schools. He said that that's one benefit because they can, you know, seek out a lot of the talent. The, the talent that's going under the radar and scoop them up before, like, the Alabamas <laughs> the and camps. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, that helps them. But he was just like, it's pretty stupid because it's like you're pressuring these kids to sign and you have to, like, make a decision now. And they said, he said it may make the kids feel like, okay, if I don't make a decision now, I'm not going to get picked up. I'm not going to get picked up by anybody else or that's my only hey, chance. If I were a student, at, when I was a student athlete in high school, to get you want to sign as early as you can because you don't know if you're going to blow out your knee, you don't know if you're going to end up in jail, you don't know if you're going to get a go. <laughs> yeah. That part, oh, yes, yeah. you do. You can control that jail. Hey, last yeah. time it was wrestling, he threw in <laughs> Japanese wrestling. <laughs> we don't know what Sasha does in his spare time. <laughs> if you're waiting to get signed to college, you don't know if you're going to blow out your knee. You don't know if you're going to go to jail. Like the jail <laughs> thing, what are you doing too much, yeah. man? What are you doing in uh, high school? I was a busy guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Standing on corners. But I do have to say, you can't always go with the first option, though, too. But what as if, well, I don't feel like you should. What if you feel like, because there may be some people that they're good, but they're not great, exceptional. And there could be that next person that comes along that's, you know, they know is better than them. And they're like, shoot, if somebody's looking at me now, I guess I better hurry up and go because there might not be another opportunity. That's all in your but, personal research, yeah, though. You got to scope all that out. But what, I don't know. I just, like I'm kind of torn on it. I, I like it and I don't like it. I do like it because it's like, it does give that person an opportunity to sign early. Okay, I'm good in case I but go to jail. something to In case I'm doing this, I'm look good. look forward to, yeah. Yeah, but like you said, it, to me, it means nothing unless you, until you're at that school, yeah. It means nothing to me. How many people renege on their verbal, you know, what What are you looking at me like that for? <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Go, go on. Continue. Continue. But I mean, how many people renege on like verbal commitments on early signing periods on all that kind of stuff? But there's rules and regulations or, or punishment, not punishment, but there's consequences for doing that sometimes because the school doesn't have to release you from your national letter of intent. So that's. Yeah. But how many times does that happen? Well, it happened with Colette. There's a perfect yep. example. Yeah, exactly. Because what he had to sit out for yeah, a year. Yeah, he had to sit out for a and year. And then they he they did they threw other some type of sanction on him, so he had to sit out a whole extra semester. And so I, I thought that was so wrong because he, he he's not a kid that's going to the NBA. He probably won't even play in Europe. And they took a whole year of, you know, when he was faster and younger and mm-hmm. away from him. And I, I thought that was younger. Bogus. How old is he? It's like 23, 24. Oh, okay. He's old. He so might, there's nothing know, set up to penalize any of these schools if they make these promises to these student athletes. Like coaches leaving? Yeah, well, <laughs> well they're almost like that. But, like, I mean, this is sometimes uh, some yes. of these athletes only have one chance to, to get it. Yeah. And if they're being promised by one school that, yes, if you come to our school and you uh, you do all this, we'll give you the position that you want. 
well, then they do don't you, follow through. How do you then... think kids at Oregon feel right now? They're on their third coach in two years. Oh, yeah. I, I can only imagine. You know, I mean, you, you signed with the guy from two years ago, and now you're on your third coach, and you can't leave. Well, and you're in a small think, little tiny town that's two hours away from the airport. Didn't they put – the NCAA put something into where if a coach leaves, you have an option of transferring without penalization, without having to sit out? Was that only for incoming – or is it for They did do something this year, this this August with that, and I'm not exactly sure what it is. Yeah, because the, the situation where that happens, I mean, for example, with my own father, like he was offered to play football at USC. And he's an L.A. native. I mean, that would have been huge, but it, they didn't have the position that he was really looking for, but Colorado did, the Buffaloes did, and they offered that to him, and he left. He just jumped up, left, and then went over there to Colorado. But when he got to Colorado – they reneged on it. Mm. So like he, the military. So he made that <laughs> he made that big move to get the receiver position or running back position that he wanted to do, and then he got there and it didn't follow through. So one of the guys there. But that happens up, all the time yeah, in sport. Happens. Well, is, and that's what how he ended up at Utah State, though. Yeah. He got the position over at Utah State. That's when you always hear like, whatever happened to so and so. Yeah, that's they get buried. Everyone's that's real just, good in high school, but when you make that division one jump, even if it's a small school. There's some serious talent, and, you know, when you're going against somebody that's a legitimate player and you get nervous and you're not as good and your self-esteem goes, it can change everything in a week. I want to know how some of these NBA players are. They're good in college, but they're, like, even better in the NBA. Like, Donovan Mitchell we were talking about, Kyle Kuzma. like Because it's, it's more one-on-one. You don't really – I mean, they run sets in the NBA, but – it's there's really no, until recently there's really no zone in the NBA. There's still a little zone, but it's mostly one man to man. So if you're an individual player, you got speed or you crossover and get to the basket easily. It's just going to be that much easier. So why doesn't college basketball do that? Go strict man to man. Yeah, or do something to make it entertaining. <laughs> I mean, some college basketball is awful laugh. to watch, and right. there's a couple of teams in this state that are really difficult to watch because the game is so slow. Well, there's only three teams that really matter, so yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but see, sometimes like, they're tough to watch. I yeah. like college basketball because I do like that team aspect, and I like watching people run plays and you know actually play defense. I, I do like that. But the different a college set or play tastes like. 24 seconds. 20 seconds to <laughs> evolve. Yeah, they got to do three passes know, around right? the ring, and then they pass it once out, and then they kick out, and then they hit a three-pointer yeah. or they miss. NBA, yeah. there's like quick hitters. Like, you come across half court, and you're already into your play. Plus, you only have 24 seconds. So, I think they should lower the the play clock time for college for one. To what? Uh, to like eight seconds. I mean, it's what, <laughs> so I, I, like, quick, I got shit to do tonight. Yeah, right? That'd be real quick. <laughs> man. Go smoke. <laughs> I mean, it's, what is it, 35 seconds now? It's 35, right? I'm pretty sure. It went, it went from 45 to 35. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, that's so true. I think they should. I think everything for college and professionals should line up. It's All the rules should be the same across the board. It makes sense, especially if they're training grounds for right. the NBA and exactly. NFL. And you think that fouls. would help develop t- 
talent even better, especially like the one and done. It makes me feel better about myself. I still don't understand how Kuzma's scoring 16 points in the ballet. Dude, you are getting it. People are like... <laughs> Everywhere, yeah. Yeah, people are like, why does he hate Kuzma so much? You know how many followers I lost because of that whole Kuzma thing? It's really? Been, yeah, I've lost like 25 ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I lost like 1,500 followers. I lost like 25. I don't have a big audience on Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, it's it. I was watching. I forgot that the Utah game was on last night, and so I was watching the Jazz game. I was blown away at how good Mitchell was, and, and I know he's really young, and he had a turnover when they were down by six with like fifty seconds to go. And he's I was a like, rookie. It's like, dude, you just killed that. Come back, but <laughs> but to watch him go right through LeBron James and LeBron James oh, getting pissed off about yeah. it, and I was like, and that first step he has, I was like. Why was he not a bigger player in college? You know, he didn't. He couldn't shoot. He didn't develop a shot until the end of his last year. That's why a lot of people. Um, How do you do that? Passed on. Six yeah, a lot, a lot of people of passed on him, and a lot yeah. of people were like, "You shouldn't be declaring for the NBA yet." Yeah, he couldn't. Like, but even his body is—he's bigger than most guys in the league right now. Uh, he's, right. He's not that big to me. What is he, 6'3"? Three? He's 6'3", three, but a, he's cut. He's a big he's cut, guy. He's cut, but he's not, he's not as, to me, he's not, like, the biggest dude in the NBA. I, like, I think like twice about throwing a punch on him. Like, he's a big guy, and he's got big shoulders. And I think that's what it is. He's he reminds more me of Bledsoe. Stout. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of Bledsoe. He looks like a running back. Yeah. He's a big he, kid. I can see that. I can see him playing. And he Football. has no fear. Like, he, he doesn't mind going to the basket hard. He plays defense. He's a hard-nosed guy. And like I said... You said all those people, pass, all those teams passed on him yeah. because he he could not hit the outside shot. And that's why I think he's playing with no fear. He's like, y'all thought I sucked anyway, yeah. so if I mess up, it's but, like, whatever. But now, I mean, it obviously shows the hard work pass, yeah. pays off because after he left Louisville and trained all that time from, what, February or April to June, he's picked his – you know yeah. his his numbers are it's high. It's just crazy. But even in NBA Two K, they have him as a star. Like <laughs> yeah. there's a star on his icon. It's like yeah. this guy's a rookie. Like and he's Le- really going to be yeah. the new Kawhi Leonard. Is that is that? Well, LeBron no. even gave him par- he's like not props be shut too. Down. Yeah. yeah, because Kawhi's six seven. Yeah, cut. long arms. Long long arms. Yeah. San Which, Diego State. Donovan. Oh goodness. <laughs> what what? Which, what 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 what? Donovan oh, Mitchell oh, has. God. He's long. He's kind of long too <laughs> for a six three guy, but. I don't know. Does he get rookie of the year or does he come in second? Oh, Ben Simmons is a machine. I think they're comparing his numbers to Magic Johnson. But if they don't make the playoffs, then what? Just like Heisman or MVP or whatever. How does that work? Jazz aren't making the playoffs. You don't think so? Not. Not eight spot? Where where are they right now? I don't know. I was was blown. Here's another thing, and I know we got to get out of here soon, but I was blown away because in my mind, what the Pelicans are doing with their center and Power forward makes complete sense to me. Get two dominant centers, and you're going to be a team. And so when I think in my head intellectually that you got Gobert in favors, you're going to dominate. But as soon as you get rid of both of those teams, the whole floor opens up, and the kids are scoring and shooting threes and getting back on transition, and it's really screwing with my head. So Jazz that, are in the ninth spot right now. Is that a good segue to for the trade deadline? Well, it's a segue to our deadline has come up from the show, and we got to end. <laughs> so, since we spent all the time talking about Wayne in the beginning. Oh, you got to be kidding me. You weren't even on the mic, girl. Yeah, we're talking about you. <laughs> you know what? I can't with y'all. 
Blaine, thank you again for being here. Yes. I really do appreciate it. Listen hey. to him in the mornings on 97.1 ZHT from oh, 6 to 10 you. with Frankie and Jess and that other person. Um, you know what? Can we do that right? Can we give Can we give him like a proper? Sure. Let me do it again. <laughs> so tune in Monday through Fridays, 97.1 ZHT from 6 to 10. You can hear Wayne Thompson Jr. with the great Jess and the great Frankie. <laughs> and make sure you follow us on Twitter yes, at dropping dimes underscore. <laughs> follow me on Instagram, y'all. Brittany Renee TV. Cedric, where can people find you? <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that. Yo, make sure you sign Watch up. Pooper yeah. at gmail.com. Cedric the Entertainer. Sure you sign up. When are sign ups for the uh, We're gonna start Hooping in the Hive? In uh, March for Hooping in the Hive. August 2018, August 3rd and 4th. So we're looking out for that. We're across the board on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Hooping in the Hive. H-O-O-P-N-I-N. It's your girl, Nikki Ellis. The world is mine. I'm terrified of losing, terrified of never making nothing out this music, but the fear will never stop me, nope. I gotta keep it moving, Go. I gotta stay focused through these chaotic movements, yeah. cause the chaos keeps moving right in my direction, same situations, guess I never learned my lesson, but I keep on jumping hurdles and I keep on dodging bullets and I keep on knocking heads, where any bringing bullshit, going for the goal, second place don't exist, nope. which means you'll lose and I'm about to win, yeah. strong and confident with a cocky ass swag, Books, smart streets, smart your girl got class. Yeah. So many-